Punks vs. Zombies by John Cronshaw, Episode 10, Chapter 21 Back outside, Tommy surveyed the available options, squinting at the decaying casinos that lined the streets like tombstones. One casino, less damaged than the others, caught his eye. Let's try this one. The sign above its entrance still read Jackpot in garish letters, though some of the bulbs were shattered. All right, everyone, let's go. And remember, we're here for food and medicine. Keep your eyes open and stick together. Oh, so you're still on your captain's trip, eh? Roxy said. Tommy locked eyes with her, jaw clenched. Got any better ideas? We just get what we need and go, Zero cut in. This isn't the time or place for a showdown. Tommy nodded. Taking a deep breath, he pushed open the heavy glass doors of the casino. They creaked loudly, echoing in the empty atrium. As the group entered, their eyes darted around the room, scanning for any potential threats. The casino's interior was dark, save for the glow of a few surviving neon signs. Its gaudy decor now covered in layers of dust and grime. Slot machines stood silent with their screens cracked. Poker tables lay strewn with scattered chips and playing cards. Tommy approached the bar, its shelves empty save for shattered glass and dried stains. He instinctively scanned for liquor, but caught himself. Instead, he rummaged through the cabinets beneath the bar, tossing aside rusty corkscrews and broken shot glasses. Damn, not even a moldy peanut. Wow, this place looks like a ghost town, Dee said. Jimbo snorted, more like a grave for gamblers' dreams. Tommy stopped and studied the layout of tables and machines. Hey, Zero. Zero glanced back, narrowing his eyes. I don't have time. It's not that. He gestured to the tables. Look. Zero inclined his head. What am I supposed to be seeing here, Tommy? The layout. It's almost strategic. It's like someone's trying to funnel people in a certain direction. Zero pushed out his bottom lip. I think you might be right. He turned to the others. Everyone. Let's be extra careful. I think this place might be a trap. Tommy leaned in close to Zero. Way to scare everyone. We need to be vigilant, Tommy. I make no apologies for that. It could be from when the outbreak first happened. You don't know if it's a trap or not. Exactly, we don't know. Jimbo slapped a hand on Zero's shoulder. Well, we always said we wanted to play in Reno. Didn't think it'd be Russian roulette. Man, this place is creepier than a Misfits album. Nix muttered, gripping his guitar-turned battle axe. Anyone else feel like they're being watched? Dee said. It's like we're at some twisted gig, waiting for the crowd to go wild. Focus, Tommy said. We're here for food and medicine. Tommy's right, Zero said. Stay sharp. Zero over there, Roxy said, pointing to a sign that read cafeteria in flickering neon letters. They might have some food left in the stores. As the group approached the door, it was clear that someone had forced it open before them. The metal frame was twisted and bent, its edges sharp enough to slice skin. Tommy hesitated, his instincts screaming at him to turn back. He pushed the door open, wincing at the screech of metal. Inside, tables were overturned, food containers lay smashed on the floor, and the stench of decay hung heavy in the air. Tommy moved cautiously, avoiding the pools of congealed blood and gore that stained the floor tiles. Check the cabinets and fridges for anything still good, Zero said. Look for more first aid supplies too, Tommy said. Tommy, over here. Layla motioned him towards a small storage room tucked in the corner. 
I think I've found something. Tommy and Roxy entered the storage room together, his eyes slowly adjusting to the dim light. Dusty air filled his lungs, causing him both to cough and sputter. Roxy screwed up her nose and reeled back. What the hell? Crude drawings and scribbled notes covered the walls, depicting things like maps of the casino layout, escape routes, and areas to avoid. Spent bullet casings littered the floor, along with discarded food wrappers and a ratty old sleeping bag tucked into the corner. A small pile of bones lay in the opposite corner. Tommy didn't want to examine them too closely, but he was certain they were human. What the hell happened here? Roxy whispered, her voice quivering. Tommy shook his head, his throat dry. Let's get out of here. I've got a bad feeling about this place. A sudden noise stopped him in his tracks. Wait. Shh. Tommy strained his ears to pinpoint the sound. It was faint, but unmistakable. The low, guttural moans of zombies. Crap, Roxy said. What do we do? Tommy tilted his head. They're outside. Roxy's eyes widened. They're surrounding us. What do we do? Stay calm, Zero said. We grab what we can and get out fast. No heroics, got it? Right. Layla nodded. Let's do this. As they filled their bags with supplies, the moans faded. Tommy strained to hear. Sounds like they've passed. I think we're good, Zero said. Let's keep looking around, see what we can find. Tommy led the way back out of the cafeteria, his bat at the ready. He slipped around a toppled roulette table, its wheel frozen mid-spin. A crash came from across the casino. Tommy whirled, his eyes meeting Roxy's. She stood at a poker table, a cabinet half open, chips scattering around her boots. She glared at Tommy. If you've got something to say, say it. Just try and keep it down, yeah? Fine. Roxy slammed the cabinet shut. Tommy raised a hand. Settle down. He moved towards her. What's up? You don't want to know what's up. Is it Kim? She glowered at him. It's not Kim. Look. Tommy's voice softened. We're all feeling. I don't think you should be leading us. Tommy froze. Okay. You're making it up as you go along. Tommy's jaw clenched. They were all stumbling their way through this nightmare, trying to keep it together and stay alive. Maybe I am making it up as I go along, but so is everyone else in this godforsaken place. Someone needs to make decisions. If you think you can do better, you should step up. Roxy hesitated, her gaze sweeping over the others' faces. Silence hung heavy in the air. Finally, Zero stepped forward, his face a mixture of annoyance and determination. Fighting amongst ourselves isn't going to help. Tommy, keep leading. But Roxy, keep questioning, that's how we stay balanced. For a moment, Tommy considered arguing, but he knew Zero was right. They needed balance in this chaotic world, and Roxy's questioning kept them grounded. With a curt nod, he accepted Zero's words. Fine, Roxy said, her eyes never leaving Tommy. But I'm keeping my eye on you. Wouldn't have it any other way, Tommy said, a bitter smile tugging at the corners of his mouth. Oi, Tommy, Spike called out from across the room, holding up a dusty bottle of whiskey. Found something that'll take the edge off. Thanks, but no thanks. I'll stick to sorting out our little punk rock family drama, if you don't mind. Suit yourself. Spike shrugged taking a swig straight from the bottle. But don't say I didn't offer. As the group resumed their scavenging, Tommy couldn't help but dwell on the precarious nature of their alliance. 
Hey, Tommy. Heads up. Jimbo tossed a can of beans towards him. Looks like we're eating like kings tonight. Tommy caught the can deftly in one hand. Huh, nothing says punk rock, quite like canned beans. Very post-apoc, dude. Let's load up the vans and hit the road. We'll find a safe place to hole up and regroup. Sounds like a plan, Zero said. As they moved towards the doors, Layla sidled up to Tommy. For what it's worth, I'm still on your side, Tommy. Mickey, too. Thanks, that means more than you know. Her mouth twitched. Tommy stopped. What is it? You've been doing your best, and we all appreciate what you've been doing. But do you think Roxy has a point about your leadership? You too, Layla. Even you think I'm not cut out for this? I didn't say that. I asked if you think she has a point. There's a difference. He let his gaze wander around the decaying casino, taking in the other band members as they sorted through their scavenged loot. Maybe she does. Maybe I'm not the best person for this, but who is? He made a brisk nod towards Zero. Him? Layla touched his arm. We've survived this long under your lead. You must be doing something right. All right. Let's see what the others are doing. He narrowed his eyes at the others huddled together. Not sure I like them whispering about me. You don't know that. Tommy cocked an eyebrow. You sure about that? Layla gave a shrug and marched ahead. Tommy joined the others as they gathered around a blackjack table, its green felt now a makeshift inventory space. Roxy sorted through more medical supplies. She glanced at Tommy, then looked away. What did we get? Tommy asked. We got water, Jimbo said. Whiskey, chips, chocolate. Tommy clapped him on the back. Good work. He turned to Mickey. How you feeling, man? That stuff kicked in yet? Yeah, I'm feeling it. Feel like I'm gonna puke all over this goddamn table, though. Please don't, Layla said, rolling her eyes. I've had enough of cleaning up after you guys. Hey, I clean up my own messes. Mickey gave a weak smirk. Most of the time, anyway. Tommy shook his head, trying to hide his concern behind a mask of stoicism. He swallowed the lump in his throat and turned to face the group. We've been through hell together, fought tooth and nail to survive. There's been some questions raised about some of my decisions. But I'm trying to get us through this in one piece. I can't promise we'll make it. But I swear, I'll do everything I can to keep us alive. Touching speech, Roxy said. But actions speak louder than words, and so far your actions haven't exactly inspired confidence. None of us asked for this, Roxy, Layla said, her voice soft but firm. Tommy's been doing his best, just like the rest of us. All right, enough, Zero snapped, slamming a fist onto the blackjack table. The sound echoed through the casino, followed by a tense silence. We don't have time for this crap. Let's get these supplies loaded and get the hell out of here. Zero took charge, directing the band members to gather their scavenged items as efficiently as possible. Tommy, Layla whispered as she approached him, her expression unreadable. Just be careful, okay? Always am. He forced a grin that felt more like a grimace. A sudden bang echoed from deep within the casino, followed by a chorus of guttural moans. We need to leave, Zero said, hefting his pack and grabbing his rifle. Tommy spun towards the source of the commotion. Shuffling figures lurched out of the shadows, too many to count at a glance. Oh crap. Chapter 22 Groans crescendoed as the undead burst through the casino doors 
a grotesque symphony of growling and gnashing teeth. Positions, everyone. Tommy snatched a casino chip rake from a nearby craps table, gripping it in his left hand as he tested its weight. The makeshift weapon felt surprisingly comfortable in his hand. Ready for some crowd control? Layla took a defensive stance beside him, her grip tight on her tire iron. Let's show these rotting bastards what punk's all about. Got it, Tommy, Roxy called back, her knuckles white as she gripped a slot machine lever like a club. Never thought I'd be graced with such a captive audience, Dee said, brandishing a guitar like a battle axe. They're dying to hear our latest single. Less talking, more smashing, Nick said, flipping a poker table on its side to shield himself from the advancing zombies. All right, let's do this. Tommy muttered under his breath, stealing himself. As the undead drew nearer, he tightened his grip on the chip rake and bat. He signaled Mickey to grab a cocktail tray nearby. Mickey spotted the tray and nodded. He hurled the glasses like lethal frisbees, shattering against the heads of the encroaching zombies. Take that, you undead assholes. Tommy wielded the chip rake like an ancient spear, driving it through a zombie's head before yanking it back out. With a sickening squelch, he tossed the lifeless corpse aside. Playtime's over, you rotting bastards. He swung his bat and chip rake with deadly precision. We're taking back the night. Layla dashed to a roulette table, spun the wheel, and used it to scalp a zombie that leaned too close. Red 13. Watch your left, Layla. Tommy extended the rake to push another zombie into her path, setting her up for another kill. Dee hurled a cup filled with dice at a zombie. Yahtzee. Keep it up. Tommy said, his heart pounding like a frenzied drumbeat. We've got this. Damn right we do, Dee said. Tommy ducked under a zombie's lunge, sweeping its legs with the rake, bringing it down for Jimbo. Jimbo slammed a poker table down on the zombie, crushing its skull. All in. Roxy, incoming. Roxy spun at Tommy's warning and slammed the zombie's head into a machine. Fade to black, Zero whispered unraveling a guitar string and using it as a garrote to behead a zombie from behind. Another wave of zombies crashed in from a side door. Tommy's heart raced as he assessed the room. They needed an escape plan, and fast. Spotting the confetti cannon near the stage, he yelled to Mickey, Use that cannon now. Mickey snatched it up and pulled the lever. It blasted confetti, startling the zombies, and buying them crucial seconds. Party's over, lads. The smell of blood and stale beer filled the air as Tommy ducked under a lunging zombie, its rotten teeth snapping inches from his face. He swept the chip rake across its legs, bringing the creature down with a sickening crunch. Jimbo, this one's all yours. Thanks, dude. Jimbo snatched up a handful of poker chips from a nearby table. He shoved them into the fallen zombie's mouth with a smirk. All in. The creature choked and gurgled flailing helplessly before falling still. Tommy scanned the room, searching for any signs of weakness among their undead assailants. With a guttural yell, he used the rake to trip another zombie, sending it sprawling towards Roxy. Roxy, heads up! Roxy slammed the zombie's head into the side of a slot machine, before slamming down with her lever. Guess we hit the jackpot, huh? Damn right, Tommy said, taking a moment to catch his breath. Watch out! He shouted as another zombie lunged at Spike. Spike ducked and drove his drumsticks into the creature's eyes. He turned to Tommy with a wicked grin. I always hit my mark. Nice one, Spike. 
Spike nodded and began striking at more zombies' eyes, using his drumsticks like deadly skewers. The creature stumbled and fell, blinded and thrashing. Tommy impaled another zombie on the end of his chip rake and tossed it aside. Stay focused, everyone. He knew the odds were stacked against them, but he'd be damned if he didn't try to keep his friends alive. Failure wasn't an option. Not when Neve and Sean depended on him to get back home. Any bright ideas on how we can get out of this mess, Tommy? Mickey asked between labored breaths, gripping a cocktail tray like a makeshift shield. Working on it. Tommy scanned the room, searching for a way out. As his heart pounded in his chest, he knew that their makeshift weapons would only hold the creatures at bay for so long. They needed an escape route, and fast. Follow me. Tommy leapt onto a blackjack table, chip rake held high above his head. He glanced around, quickly calculating the steps he needed to take to reach safety. With adrenaline fueling his every move, Tommy used the chip rake to vault from one table to another, creating a precarious path through the sea of undead. His bandmates followed suit as they made their way towards the exit. Roxy swung a barstool like a club, while Dee sliced through the air with a razor-sharp card shoe. Damn, these things are relentless, Layla said, her breath ragged. Welcome to Reno, baby, Nick said, slamming a pipe into a zombie's skull. Let's just hope we get out of here without losing our shirts, Mickey said. Tommy vaulted over another table, feeling the strain in his muscles as he pushed himself to the limit. He knew that making it out alive was a gamble, but he wasn't about to fold. Keep moving. Tommy ran at full speed, finally reaching the exit. He turned back, eyes blazing. Come on. As the other sprinted towards the doors, Tommy burst out of the casino. Cold night air hit his sweat-soaked skin. What did I tell ya? He panted, leaning against the wall as he tried to catch his breath. The house always wins. Good call on the exit, Tommy, Mickey said, wiping at his forehead with the back of his hand. His eyes were bloodshot and his hands trembled. I owe you one. We all do. Save it for the next round. We're not out of the woods yet. Speaking of which, Layla said, casting a wary glance back towards the casino doors. Where exactly are we going? There's gotta be some place we can hide out until morning, Nick said. Jimbo nodded. Somewhere those deadheads won't crash the party. All right then, Tommy said. Let's find somewhere to stay. Lead the way. Roxy said. He met her gaze and gave a slight nod before turning to the others. All right, but stay close and keep an eye out for those undead bastards. To be continued. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe so you don't miss the next episode of Punks vs. Zombies. You can find out more about John Cronshaw and his work by visiting johncronshaw.com. Punks vs. Zombies is copyright John Cronshaw and Wyvern Books Limited. All rights reserved. This is a work of fiction. Names, characters, businesses, places, events, locales, and incidents are either the products of the author's imagination or used in a fictitious manner. Any resemblance to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events is purely coincidental.